Hello and welcome to the latest edition, edition? It's not an edition, it's an episode. Welcome to the latest episode of the Bullshit Detective podcast. My name's David Brown. Today I've been talking to Richard O'Neill, who is a storyteller. Uh, We just have a chat about the current coronavirus crisis and I don't know what it means for, for the country, the world, indeed humanity. So have a listen, enjoy it, and I'll catch you briefly at the end. Bye. Hello, Richard. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Sun's shining, nearly. We're okay. Yeah, it's a very bright day here. Good. Um, So we were chatting the other day, um, well, I suppose about the current situation, really, and that sort of links in with, well, the exchanges we've we've had um, on LinkedIn related to, I suppose... I don't know, humanity and all that kind of stuff um, and what's going on in the world. And, and I think the current crisis is just highlighting those those challenges, those divisions, that kind of thing. Um, yes. So I think that was kind of the, the theme for today. So and just say thank, thanks for thanks for joining me. It's, uh, it's good My to pleasure. have you on. Um, so, so, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, I think... Um... It's it's taken some people a while, I think, to acclimatise and to understand how serious the situation is. Yeah. Because I think at first people thought, well, you know, okay, it's the virus, um, it's come here, um, but we'll, you know, the medical people will handle it and we'll carry on regardless. There might be a few restrictions. And then I think when the serious restrictions were put in place, and then the Chancellor came on TV and started talking about business and all those different things. I think the reality suddenly hit home, and I think you could see it on social media. Um, you could see it on social media. You could see people's almost the mood starting to change, whereas I think some people had been a little bit perhaps flippant or been in denial. Yeah. They were suddenly start to accept it. And then I think you could also see some people panicking. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think just looking at some of the stuff, you know, if I've I've seen on social media today, um, it's like that initial, oh, this is a bit like Christmas, or, you know, everyone being off and not much going on, um, yes, has has sort of started to pass, um, and people are realising actually that, you know, many of them are out of work and certainly self-employed people now. It's like that, you know, that their work's been cancelled. Um, and I suppose I do, I, you know, I, I'd sort of, I've had a couple of those days where you wake up in the morning and you, you kind of think, well, you know, it, it, it sort of, you, I don't know, you wake up and, and you think everything's all right. And then it's like, geez, oh God, yeah, all this, all this is going on. Um, so I, I suppose it's, yeah. you know, people go through a cycle and it's also, it's almost like, the, you know, the, 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 the sort of the cycle of grief that, that people talk about. It's. Yes, um, that, you know it's the it's the denial, it's the anger, and all that kind of stuff, and and you can just feel this this just sort of bubbling up now because it's becoming more real for people. Yes, I think I think the further it goes on, and I think anybody who thinks their job is secure, um, probably uh, are being a little bit foolish in that we we are all so interconnected now. It, it's unreal how interconnected we are, uh, yeah. and we saw that you know one one thing happens, and then this 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 massive knock-on effect of everything yeah and i think even you know and and technology 
some, not all of the technology, but some of the technology that we use during this period will, I think, exacerbate the, the use of AI, um, and, which was coming anyway. And I think a lot of jobs will be replaced because of this. Um, yes. So I, th I think, yeah, I think that, that will move that on. Um, I think a lot of jobs will become fairly irrelevant. Um, you know, a lot of the people who have been selling social media insights when actually most people, even only the people in the social media companies have an idea how it works and why they do what they do with their algorithms. Very, very few people other than them do. Yeah. Um, so I think those people selling almost the ones who are selling shovels in the gold rush. Yeah. Um, and I think the gold rush has probably ended. So they're ending up with a lot of unsold shovels and you can see them virtually panicking online now trying to sell their services but you know no matter how hard you want to try and sell your service if nobody's interested you're pretty much wasting your time you'd be better off trying to find another service to offer yeah i suppose that, that's that's sort of a big a big question in my head is, is you know what what is the the world going to look like once we're through this because this you know people are now talking about you know maybe lockdown till the end of june um, and I still think people think that once this is, once that's over, then the whole thing's over. So, like, oh, we, yeah. you know, we just, we just go back to normal, but actually we, we won't because the virus will still be around. It, people will still be catching it. People will still be dying from it. It's just going to, yes. it's going to, going to continue on. And we're still going to have the vulnerable people who can't do anything, who still need to lock themselves away. Yes. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think initially, I kind of had this almost hopeful feeling about it. It's like maybe, maybe the world is going to sort of shift a bit and people are going to start to see what's important. And I think that is true to some extent. Um, but maybe we'll be in such a mess by the end of it that, the, you know, the bad side of people will continue to come out. You know, the, the, the toilet roll stockpiling behaviours, that kind of thing. Every man for himself and woman. I think, yeah, I think, I think the thing is, this is why I was brought up in a, in a nomadic family and we, um, Hi Richard. Hello. Hello. We're, we're back. We're back, back in. So take three. <laughs> so if, you, if you just like um, to go Go again, talking about your your well being raised in the way that you were. Yes, so we we, we lived with the seasons, uh, and if the went if the weather was really bad, whether that be in the spring or in the winter, then whatever we'd earned in the summer, we we had to use that to get us through the winter. So yeah. we were we were used to fairly tough times, and and we you know we had an old saying that the the winter would remember what we did in the summer. So we yeah. you know we would have to make hay. The old saying, make hay while the sun shines. But then trades would just dry up, you know, things would go out of fashion. And, but then we were always looking for new things. And I think whilst this is a, you know, a, a huge crisis and, and nobody's ever experienced it before, we do have to, all of us have to start thinking about new ways, new ideas, new services, whatever that may be, yeah. uh, and try and keep our minds open. I think some people are still clinging to the past and I think that's gone now forever. You know, it really has. Yeah, and I suppose that, that's that's quite interesting because you know you 
you were raised with a, a sense of, I don't know, impermanence, let's say. Yes. Um, and what most people strive for is this, is to, to feel like they have control over, over their destiny, um, over, over what they have. And, and I guess that's being challenged for a lot of people. Certainly, you know, my view of, of, of work and jobs has been, you know, there are no guarantees anymore anyway. That's just the nature of things. Um, but this current situation has has really taken that away. You know, people, lots of people have lost their jobs. But then yes. the people who, who have, you know, so even people who are, you know, comfortably off those kind of things, um, if you take their income away, they then realise just, you know, how hand to mouth they are. So people are thinking, you know, it's like, Christ, yeah, I've got this, this is what I've got in the bank now. This is the money I've got yes. available. And now I can calculate how long that's going to last. You know, yeah, so. Yeah, I, I was on the phone to somebody yesterday, uh, my, uh, one of my nephews, and he and his dad had been talking to this chap who they, they know quite well. He has 40 employees. He's on paper, a, you know, a, a multiple millionaire. Yeah. And said, you know, if things don't get sorted fairly quickly, I'm going to be in trouble. Um, yep. I've probably got enough money to last to keep things going for a couple of months, maybe three at the most. And, and that's, that's a, an unreal situation, isn't it? Somebody who has you know, quite a large business in the scheme of things, 40 employees, is a multimillionaire on paper and, and living the lifestyle of such, but then thinks, well, hang on, in three months, that could all be very, very different. Yeah, I mean, you know, and a lot of people who have reasonable sized businesses, you know, they're, they're still lifestyle businesses. They're yes. Still, they're still about generating money for themselves so that they can live, live something that's, I don't know, not necessarily lavish, but to, to live a nice lifestyle. Okay. Um, and, and that's what we're seeing now. We're, we're seeing that those things are, you know, almost at the drop of a hat, just disappearing. Yes. And, and, and I think we, we've seen everything, you know, a lot of things, including small businesses, freelancers, living month to month. Yep. And once that plug has been pulled, then it, it you know it's it's gone. It's incredibly difficult for people to, to try and carry on. Um yeah. there's a there's a huge loss of lifestyle and then there's a huge loss of status. Well I think status, but also I mean, you know, if if you look at how most people perceive their their jobs, their careers, it's um it gives them a sense of identity. You yes. know, when when we when someone asks you know what you do you say i'm an engineer or i'm a writer or i'm a whatever um so so we you know we see those things as as very much who we are and that's why people when people are made redundant things like that they, they, you know when when sports people come to the end of a career they struggle with that you know who am i now um and i think i don't know you know not just the people who are losing jobs i think i think maybe a lot of people are going are going through that now because we're all kind of in the same position, slightly different because some people have more money than others and some people yes. will be able to ride, ride this financially. Um, but it's like, you know, and that's, uh, I think I, I did wake up this morning and it's like, you know, uh, what really is on the other side of this? Yes. Um, what's the world going to be like? Are we going to go back yeah. to every man for themselves? Is it just going to be a, a, you know, a battle to, to try and regain the money? Um, or are we, going to start to help each other out a bit more? Uh, no, I think the answer to that is nobody really knows. And, and a good guess, 
Um, well, my guess would be that it's probably going to be a bit of both. Um, but it, it's interesting when we talk about status because I've had uncool jobs and I've had cool jobs, yep. you know, and the difference, I'm, I'm not a different person. Um, maybe a few more experiences because you've had different jobs. But, you know, when in the old, old days when I was a, a roofer uh, and very proud to be a roofer and did an amazing job and loved it, um, gave it I thought gave a great service to, to my customers. But, you know, you would go to parties or events and people say, you know, what do you do? Which in, in, is couched in terms of who are you, isn't it? Yes. Um, you know, uh, not, not what do you do, is who are you? I, I can pinpoint you um, very quickly. And I would say, I'm a roofer. Oh, 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 builders. Oh, oh. Yeah. No, and now, of course, you know, you go, I go to places and people say, you know, what do you do? Who are you? Um, uh, I'm an author. Oh, Wow an author, I've always wanted to write a book. Hey, can I show you my book? And you think like, whoa, status has gone from this. And actually, most authors earn less than roofers, so work that one out. Yeah, and, and, and that's, that's just perception, isn't it? That, that's um, yeah. you know, that, that's the, the judgments that they have made about you in terms of yes. what, what, it, what, what sort of person you are if you're a roofer or what yeah. sort of person you are if you're a, an author. Yes, um uh, and again this is this is the sort of stuff that is that is rife well just generally in in the world between people and and it, it comes out more and more on on social media you know yeah. the, the the judgmental side and and you see that happening now as well you know there's the the whole conversation around um people with permanent jobs getting you know 80 percent of their their salaries paid um yes and and that hitting self-employed people harder you know, because they've been avoiding tax. Well, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's a, a big assumption about all people that are, that are self-employed going on. Um, I mean, I'm sure there are some, you know, um, but I've always pay, paid my taxes. Um, all, all of my payments that I get from my clients, you know, I don't get any cash. Nobody ever pays me cash. No. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. They, they send it all via backs um, and what have you. But... It is that assumption, and yet, actually, those these people who are employed by the large companies, it's the large companies that have the best uh, schemes and um, to get out of paying tax. Yes, um, you know. So, I mean, my, my my view would be do a do an emergency tax for three months on the super rich, and yes. people say, "Well, they'll leave the country," and I say, "Yeah, how? <laughs> yeah, well, they won't at yeah. the moment, will they? Well, they might find a way. <laughs> yeah, depending on well, how they might find a way." They'd have to leave all their stuff behind, and then we just take that, can't we? Yeah. Um, but it is, it is, it's interesting times, and I think what happens is people then will, will you may see it on social media, they start to turn on each other rather than turn on the problem. And growing up as I did in my family, it's taught me incredibly well. It didn't seem like it sometimes in the eighties and nineties because it was very much against the current trends. But now it's coming into its own. We were brought up to, to think in in a circle not linear, in a circle, in concentric circles. And people in our group, nobody was valued any more than the other because they realized in a small group of people, a tribe, if you will, everybody contributes something and it's as important as everything else. And I think, you know, one of my, one of my pals, one of my neighbors works at the, uh, the co-op um, and, you know, she wasn't feeling that very valued um, a few weeks back, yeah. uh, you know just a part-time shop worker yet now oh 
you know, I'm not going to mention her name, but oh, can you get us some toilet rolls? Can you get us some beans? Can you get us that? She's become flavor of the month. Yeah. You know, her status is elevated and, 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 you know, she is just as important as anybody else. And I, and I hope that's one of the things, you know, um, that, that, that we carry on. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. I mean, it, it's, um, you know, I've got a, a background in engineering, so it's very much about process and systems. And when I say systems, you know, a, a business is a system, a system of people and yeah. machines. And, um, you know, it's just the whole concept of, you, 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 you know, you're only as good as your, you know, the slowest part of your process. Um, yes. And, look, I think what, what we've had in, in terms of the system in our country, and, and this is the same in, in other countries of the world, we've, we've just had such a massive disruption to that system um and that has been caused in in many ways by people you know the, the toilet rolls the, the hand sanitizer um they've overloaded that system um and it's not that these products aren't available they're they're, they're available somewhere um yes but but we've just exhausted parts of that system yeah and now it's a, yeah, now, it's now it's a, a, and that, that puts more pressure on the businesses yeah. who need to, to make those products and supply those products yes. when they're also losing people through this, yeah. this, this, yes. this virus. Yeah. And, and, and it's, I mean, you know, if we're, we're thinking and you know, from the, the work that I do, I, I use story a lot and I'm just about to post this afternoon about story. Cause I'm continually posting about story because it's, to me, it's magical. And then, you know, I grew up with that. Yeah. Um, the effects it has and the abilities it has. And then when you look at the science of it, it just makes it even more magical. Um, the fact that these words and, and how you do them um, can, can have this. And I've seen amazing things happen over the years when I've worked um, with story in organizations and with individuals. Yeah. So, you know, that's one of the things that this time, because I have been very, very busy this, this year, the start of the year, for the first three months, two and a half months. Um, so this time now, this downtime, if you want to call it that, is allowing me to, to, to take that time again and to spend some time with storytelling and look at all my stuff that I've got on my laptop and go through it again and upgrade it, for want of a better word, um, to match where we are now because, you know, there's work to be done on it. I've got to up my game with it because it needs to be better than it. it was great before. You know, I'm a, I'm a really, really good storyteller. I'm good at producing this stuff. Um, but, but I want to upgrade. I want to take this time and, and, and up it. And I think that's one of the things we can do with this downtime um, is to have a look at the stuff we're offering, have a look at potential new opportunities, you know, and, and with one of my family members, I've already come up with a, um, a, a practical uh, new business, which will be, you know, serving the, the customers out there in the real world. Yeah. Um, so we've come up with that. We will obviously have to wait till this is, uh, we're through a bit to try it. But it's all about that coming up with something new and then try it. These are the, we can have big words like, you know, trying the concept and, and so on and so on. But growing up as a kid and, and, and as an adult, this was what we, we had all the time. You have to fi- have to find something new. And then through trial and error, you would find something new, but then that would last for a certain period. And then you'd find something else, you know, and, and it's this constantly, this constant moving. We're not stuck at the moment. A lot of people feel we are, yeah, but we're not. Um, we need to keep thinking first, the talk, then the action, you know, and that's, that's, that's how, how we've always been. And, and we can, we can get through this and we can come out the other side. We'll be different, 
we might be a little bit damaged in some ways. Um, but we can we can rebuild and we can heal. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a it's a big old reset in many ways, isn't it? It's um, yeah. um, certainly if you if you look at things financially, you know, whatever money people had, they're going to have spent. Yeah. Um, and their businesses will be, well, they'll be back a period of time. Whatever whatever yeah. that is, you know, both both financially, but also just in terms of of of, of how far they've come, you know, in terms of marketing yeah, and all those kind of things. So. Um, it does feel a bit, yeah. a bit at the moment where, you know, on on LinkedIn particularly, I've noticed that, um, you know, it was all it was kind of there was the, the novelty about the situation, um, and then the yes. reality started to hit, and then you start to see people offering things for for free and online products and all those kind of things. Um, yeah, and I don't know that that sort of came across as a little bit desperate in some instances. It's a bit like it shit, is. I think shit, it is. What I'm going to do. I've got to try some stuff, which is fine because, as you say, yes. you know, when you're coming, that's that, the I, think, I think that's the that's the challenge is that people are are worried about their immediate situation, but they're now in in going into a period of of trial and error, of of trying yes. some things out that may or may not work. I mean, I think I think the time is for trying. You know, perhaps use an engineer to call it R and D. Um, you know we're in we're in the period to try things and that's why i'm you know trying some of my stuff out on on linkedin and youtube and other places i'm just trying it out i'm just and i'm making it very clear that this is just trial stuff i'm not flogging anything no um and i'm not saying you know this is this is the way to go i'm just saying look this is my creativity at the moment yeah. Yeah, have a look if you like it great if you don't then, then great um but I think what's happening is with a lot of people is they're actually coming across as quite desperate and they are selling the same thing, maybe cheaper, but harder. Yes. And, you know, come and, come and, come and listen to my webinar, come and join in with this. And well, what for it's changed. It's, it's pointless. You're trying to sell me square wheels, um, which are no use. You know, we've gone round now with wheels and the square wheels are no good. And it, and it just is, and I understand why they're doing it, but it's, it's what I would call fly at the window technique. You know, you see a fly sometimes, and even if you open the window, it'll still bash its head yeah. against the and glass. I think uh, uh, many of these people are, you know, the, the sort of marketers, the online marketers that, that you mentioned before. Um, I mean, I think the other thing that's happening, and this is certainly happening with me, is that I'm, I'm sort of losing interest in social media. Um, yes. You know, because we've, we've had this this period of, like wow, we can communicate with the whole world, um, but then physically we are now limited. Um, so Correct. I don't know. It, it it kind of feels a little bit like going back to how it was, you know, when I was young in the in the sort of I was born in the very late sixties and seventies, where yes. where your world was much smaller. It was the it was the town you lived in, the the yes. estate you lived on, the bunch you know your neighbours. Um, yes. So, you know, as a kid, I, I do remember just being in and out of people's houses and all that kind of thing, which is just unheard of now, isn't it? You know, you, kids, kids have is. to book an appointment to go and play with their friends now, don't they? Exactly. A play yes. date. I mean, what? What? <laughs> don't get me started, man. I'll go all American. Um, nobody wants that. Um, least of all me. Um, but, you know, where I live, I, I'm very, very lucky. I live in the north of England, live in a nice little old town. Yeah. Um, live on a, an ordinary estate, blue collar estate, um, and, and this little enclave of neighbours here 
um, are absolutely diamond. You know, it made me laugh when people are saying, you know, when it started, we're pushing notes through our neighbor's door to let them know we're here. And we'll, I'm thinking, mate, we didn't have to put a note through our neighbor's door. No. They knew where we were already. So did we. Um, now, the, the other side to that is for a while now, I've been talking about local newspapers and local businesses because, you know, I'm a champion for, for local businesses have been ever since the big out-of-town shopping centre started to, to open yep. up. Um, even before this happened, I was saying, I think there's a future for local newspapers. I think we will get to the point where we've had enough of watching somebody in um, America you know, doing this or somebody over there doing that, which we'll never meet, which actually means nothing. It becomes meaningless after a while. Yeah. Um, so, I, so I think maybe this will hasten that and maybe we'll be a bit more appreciative and maybe we'll work a little bit more locally um, rather than globally. I mean, I've, you know, I've, I've gone to other countries with my, my storytelling and I've loved it. You know, I went to Zurich a while ago and, and, and did some storytelling. In, in the Savoy Hotel there for a huge organisation. But, you know, it was great. I loved it. But the travel, you know, you got to go from here to there. there. And, and travel, you know, there's no travel now, but then it, it travel by vehicle and travel by train and travel by car, it wasn't glamorous, was it? No. You know, it was, it was very hard work um, and delays and this and that. So the work was great. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm very, um, I'm good at the moment. Um Fortunately, um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to what I can do during this period um, to help myself, um, also to to help others, and what I can create that will, will I'll be able to deliver um, to earn my living um, after that. And that's another phrase I think people used to have years ago. You know. I run a business, I do this, I do that, I do this. And all, all I've ever wanted to do was to, to earn a living. I want to live, you know, um, and, that's, and that's what I want to do after this. I want to be able to get to maybe as a business, you know, we'll, as business people, we'll limp up to January next yeah. year. And then we can, again, if, if I get up to, January next year, and I'm in a good place mentally, physically, and still afloat. I shall count that as a, as a success. I'll be thinking this is just like us in the old days in the winter. We made it through the winter, and now we're ready to to face spring again and go and earn some money and enjoy ourselves. Yeah, that's, uh, and that's, that's where I, you know. That's my, I sort of feel that maybe the, the the playing field will be leveled a bit. So. Almost like you know those of us, and I'm 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 much the same. I just just want to earn a living, really. Um, I, yes. I I don't want to be rich and have have all the trappings of that. Um, but those people that have been striving for for those, let's say, material things, um, are potentially yes. going to be in the biggest holes after this, with with debts yeah. and, and and all that kind of thing. Um, yes. so maybe it is going to sort of redress the balance a bit in terms of the, you know, the people who just want to earn some money and, and not, not, yes. not for the purpose of having money, but for the purpose of living their lives. So, you know, it's, it's really sort of comes back to how you, what, you know, what is success? I don't know. What is success? I mean, for I me, it's, it's about actually just being, I don't know, happy, I suppose, you know, you can't be happy yes. all the time, but, but just sort of stri striving towards yeah. having a, a life that I enjoy um, and, I, and I'm happy being yeah. in. Um, yeah. 
I, I love my work. I always have done. Whatever work I've done, I've loved yes. it. And, you know, I've always found the best in any work I've done. And I love my work. And I, I need to work. I was brought up from a kid to work. So I need it. There, there are things in work that I need. I know yeah. that. Um, so, you know, I'm quite happy. And, and I'm quite happy to um, do virtually any job as long as it utilizes my talent. Yeah. So, you know, I have no issue with that. So that's all I want to do is get out there, play a part in life. I've always contributed to society in lots of different ways. Um, and I want to continue to do that. Um, and that's it. And, and, and again, it's a circular goal. It's a loose goal. It's not, you know, I will be a multimillionaire by this time next to Rodney. Um, you know, and um, it's never been it for me. It's just trying to be a part of life and, 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 and enjoy and, and deal with the difficult times, which is what I was taught to do. Yeah, and I, I, I can relate to that. I mean, it, you know, again, that's never, you know, my ambitions have never been around, you know, being rich or famous or anything like that. Um, but I think until sort of until I was 40, I'm, I'm 52 this year. Um, I, I was caught up in other people's version of what success was. So I was doing yep. that. I was going for the, you know, the, the higher paid job and the nicer car and all those kind of things. Um, and actually making the, the decision and it, it didn't just happen overnight, but um, over the last sort of 10 years, my, my focus has changed. What I want out of my life has, mm. well, I don't think what I want out of my life has changed. I've just realized what it is I want out of my life. Um, and I've yeah. just started to, to, to move more towards that. And um, I don't know, I, I, I do, you know, I have feelings of, of dread sometimes about what's going on just about, you know, it, that, that's yeah. about finances and where, you know, where are we going to earn our money and yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, yes. But then I also have those, those moments of this could be really good. This could work out really well. As terrible as it is that people are dying. Um, I, I, I do yes. sort of, I don't know. I feel that there's, there's, there's a bit of the survival of the fittest about this. Well, I think, I think he said, didn't he? I think, I think that that's, the old, the old saying was slightly misquoted, and, and I think it was the he said Darwin said the survival of the most adaptable. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think I think that's what it is. And, and also, I think it reminds you of your own mortality. I mean, I you know we've never shied away from from um, celebrating life and death in our family. Our stories keep our dead people alive. Yeah. And my dad, my dad died the same age as I am now, so I'm living in the year. Uh, that my dad died. Yeah. So mortality has always been something I was aware of since he died when I was 21 years old. And, and it, it's always been there. So, you know, that's another thing to remind you. Just because people on the telly are living till 110, you might not, mate. You yeah. know, you, you, you know, one of my friends recently um, passed away in their 30s, you know. Um, so it, it, it can happen to anybody. So, you know, it just get on with life a little bit more. Yes, save a few Bob for rainy days. You know, yes, be careful what you do. And yes, but, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm 58. I climb trees. People say to me, what if you fall out? And I say, well, you know, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've enjoyed it. Well, no, no, you know, um, I'm having, I have yeah. sort of similar, similar thoughts at, at nearly 52. Um, you know, you do start to, or I have started to think, you know, well, you know how long have I got left? I mean, we, we don't know because it yeah. could be a day. It could be, 40 years but but realistically speaking um i don't know it's less than 30 
But but who yeah. knows? It could yeah. be less than twenty. It could be less than ten. Yeah, it could be tomorrow. So yeah. you know, let's let's get on with things. Um, as my friend said, you know, she said that we're, we're, when we got over fifty, she said we're looking we're looking at the life through the other end of the glass now, aren't we? I said, yeah, we are. Um, so let's you know let's make the most of it. Um, so it's about getting that balanced again. In that season that we worked in when we were kids, you know, you've got to re- realize what season you're in. We're in a very bad winter at the moment. Um, we will get through it. We have to. We have to keep looking towards spring. And what will we have to offer people? You know, we used to make toys in the winter. Yeah. Um, so we would uh, we, we would make them and have them ready for the spring. No. Yeah. So I'll I have. Uh, sorry, go on. Really, really enjoyed um, talking with you, Dave. Yeah. It's been it's been absolute absolutely superb. Yeah, I think, I think for me, just, just just to sort of sum it up, is that that we're, we're sort of being we're being forced to accept things how they are, yes. rather than living living this world of of striving to make things different. Yes, and and whatever kind of... whatever TV programs about oh look how amazing your house is and look how the lifestyles of the rich and famous and look how we can control everything, we can't control everything. So we get used to have, that. We have um, far you know, way less control than we like to get, get ourselves get that we do. Have. On, on the most important things in life, which are, you know, people um, yeah. and the planet and how you operate and, you know, tread lightly on this planet and yes. tread lightly, you know, in, in as many things as you can. And that's what I've always done. And um, that that's, that's how it is. So maybe that's, maybe that's put me in a good place for where we are now. Time will tell. But yeah, it's absolute pleasure to uh, exchange ideas with you and and um, talk about things, and we and we should we should do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for coming on, and uh, uh, well, yeah, and for sure we'll we'll talk again. Absolute, my, absolutely, my pleasure. All the best, yep. Dave. Have bye a good bye. Day. Thank you very much for listening to the latest episode of the Bullshit Detective podcast. My name's David Brown, and today I have been talking to Richard O'Neill. Thanks very much, Richard, for coming on. Um, I'm hoping that we'll be doing some more episodes in the future. But uh, please have a listen. Please have a look out for, um, for future episodes. Subscribe, all that kind of stuff. And I look forward to speaking to you all again soon. Cheers now. Bye-bye. <laughs>